0: Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. All of us who get into fitness usually have some sort of a specific goal in mind and sometimes we don't even really realize what it is and i've kind of came to that conclusion myself recently because if you look at if you look at fitness people like people you know who are in the fitness space whether it's trainers influencers competitors things like that there's usually always an area of specialty right much like, you know, with any sport and any athlete, any athlete who plays a sport has a specialty in that sport. People who are into fitness have certain specialties, okay? You have bodybuilders who are getting as lean and muscular as possible. That way they can go up, go up on stage, okay? You have powerlifters who are getting as strong as possible. That way they can lift the most weight possible. You have other competitors in other areas, okay? Um, now, I kind of started thinking about this for myself because I'm like, what am I? Like, what? You know, I've been on this fitness journey. I mean, I've always kind of been into fitness, but for the past three years, I've really kind of cranked it up, you know, and um, obviously now I'm a personal trainer and I, you know, just a lot of my life is fitness. But sometimes I ask myself this is like, what what am I like? What really is my specialty? Because it started off as a pursuit of just trying to build more muscle. Like I was a six foot two, one hundred and ninety five pounds, and wanted to get up to what I called two fifteen and lean, and then just stay there. And I've gotten there finally. Took two years of hard work, uh, but I've gotten there. But like, and then I sit there and ask myself. So like, wait a minute. What is my you know what what area? What is my like specialty? And the first point I want to make here when I talk about this is that most of the people who are like, the top 1% in these different categories are not actually that healthy a lot of times, especially, like, if you take bodybuilders, for example. You know, we know that when people get up there on stage, they're, you know, 3% body fat for males and, like, under 10% for women. I don't know what women are, but, like, for example, a healthy body fat percentage for a man is probably anywhere between, like, 10 and up to 20% that's like a healthy body fat percentage you know you probably don't see your six-pack shredded abs necessarily uh, but that's a very very healthy body fat percentage just hormonally you will be the most healthy and probably feel the strongest and feel the best for a woman uh, just because women naturally store more body fat a healthy body fat percentage is probably anywhere from like 16 17 percent up to like 30 percent but see the people that are up there on stage in these bodybuilding competitions they're below that right they're you know, men are like three to five percent and women are like, I don't know, probably under ten. You know, it's like it's like unhealthy low numbers to the point where it messes with their hormones. And it you know, they're not as healthy and they're not as strong overall. You know, they get up there and they're feeling like crap and then afterwards they're like, Oh my god, okay, finally give me some some food and water and whatever. Um Now so so that's like one category. That's an extreme category, obviously. Same thing. I mean power lifters, you know, people that are trying to be as strong as possible, maximize strength. Um, it depends. I mean, but some of them actually end up just like, especially male power lifters will just put on a lot of excess weight. Um, and it's, you know, borderline not healthy. But anyway, anyone who's going to the extreme in a lot of these things is not actually really necessarily healthy. And you can make the argument as well that professional athletes in general are not that healthy. They're very good at their sport, but to be so good at a, at a, uh, a sport requires extreme amounts of training. It requires pushing your body to certain limits that are not necessarily healthy. This is part of the territory, it's a choice. You know, you know, i'm not discouraging anyone from doing that you just you have to know what you're getting into right um there's the pros and cons the pro is that you can win a trophy and you can be world famous and you can become exactly the person that you wanted to be and you'll have incredible respect for yourself and you'll achieve something amazing the con is that you might push yourself a little bit to the extreme and have some some aches and pains or some issues internally with your body that you weren't hoping for but this is part of life um now like for me personally like i said When I like on this fitness journey and to get where I'm at right now, I sat there and said to myself, well, what really am I? Because I'm not like a power lifter. Yes, I naturally I'm trying to get stronger. I have been getting stronger. And hence, that's what helps, you know, build some muscle as well. But I'm not trying to win some powerlifting competition. I'm not trying to be the strongest person in the world, right? Like, sure, if I was, if I was a little closer to it, maybe I would like make the push and be like, all right, let's get it, you know. But I'm not. I'm not trying to do that, you know. I'm not. I'm not trying to perform incredibly well in any sport. I'm also not trying to be a bodybuilder. Now, bodybuilding is actually maybe the one type of competition that I would stand a chance in if I wanted to put in some work, because like right now I stand about six foot two, 215 pounds, have pretty good genetics overall, I would say for like physique, just in terms of like my six pack will show up more easily than it will on other men. Um, when I get to a certain body fat percentage, I mean, I have pretty decent genetics. I don't think I had the, the greatest muscle building genetics, but I do think I had pretty good genetics to to appear sort of lean and cut and chiseled. Um, building muscle took some effort, which is why I've gotten to a point where I'm at now, if you take other you know, young men like me who are, well, I'm not that young anymore, but you know, if you take other men like me who are quote-unquote hard gainers, it's easy for us to look you know, lean, but the hard part becomes building muscle. And then once you've worked as hard as I have over the past few years to build the muscle, now it's a really good look because you've added, you know, like I said, 20 pounds of solid muscle onto a lean frame. Now you're looking really good, right? Which is why, for me, if I was going to do one of these types of you know, fitness competitions and I would have a chance to be good at it, it probably would be bodybuilding it wouldn't take that much I, I don't think for me to you know get onto a bodybuilding well okay i shouldn't say that because i'm going to disrespect bodybuilders um like for me right now like i said six two two fifteen, probably maybe 12 10 to 12 percent body fat probably over 10 I'm, i don't think i'm in the single digits you know you can see my abs uh just you know actually decently part of it like i said is i think it's a little bit genetic just having naturally more visible abs in my case um i don't have that i don't really have visible fat on my body i'll say that but i still think i have 10 to 12 percent body fat uh, probably somewhere in that range it could be single digits it's been single digits i think before i've never really measured it but the point is, is i have a pretty still healthy amount of body fat um and, and, I mean, I look, I look good. You know, I, I look really good, and I love the way I look right now. And um, so if I wanted to get up on a bodybuilding stage, what would I have to do? Well, I, ideally, I would probably actually build a bit more muscle even first. I would throw on an extra 10 to 15 pounds of mostly upper body muscle um, since I do have pretty strong legs. Just naturally, I, I do have strong legs and naturally build muscle more easily there. The upper body took a bit more time. Now, I do have a big upper body now, um, but I would have to add maybe 10 to 15 more pounds of upper body muscle right um. And so, uh, you know, if I want to do that first, I would probably bulk up to 225 or 230, which would take work. It would be real hard training and a lot of protein and just really rigorous with, you know, how I'm eating and then getting good sleep as well, obviously. Um, And by the way, I've said this before on this podcast, I'm all natural. I have no plans of ever using steroids. However, like if I was going to bodybuild, you know, most of them are at some point. So I'm like, if I was going to get serious about it, which I'm not going to, but I might have to use steroids. That would be like the only way maybe to reach that level that they get to. Um, but anyway, like, let's just throw steroids out of it because I don't think I would ever use that. But, like, let's say, okay, I really want – I actually want to get there on a build, bodybuilding stage. First, I'd probably have to add 10 or 15 more pounds of muscle, just be super muscular in the upper body, and then would cut down. And then would cut down an additional however much body fat to get down to that 4 or 5% body fat range and be looking just sick and ridiculous, you know. And I guess my, the, my point is, first off, I'm not going to do that. I have no, no desire to do that. Um, At least not currently at any point, I don't think, in the near future. I have no desire to do that uh, just because I know it would suck so bad to try to get down to that low of a body fat percentage. Um, But then the other thing, and this is why I kind of came to this conclusion about like fitness goal, like my fitness goal at least, is I realized is like just to be as physically attractive as possible because I would make the argument, and I think most people would agree with me, that someone like a man with say 10, 11, 12% body fat is more physically attractive for women than a man with three or four percent body fat that's up there just totally chiseled veins popping everywhere and looks like a sculpture but like like there's no fat whatsoever same thing with a woman like i know for example like i would much rather prefer a healthy woman who's 20 to 25 even up to 30 percent body fat than one that's 15 that's just extremely extremely skinny in general i think most of us find that more attractive now who knows maybe the bodybuilders once they get to that level they find someone else of the opposite sex attractive when they're extremely shredded out of their mind as well who knows but i think for most of us we don't find it that attractive and like what i found for myself is that like I would argue that my look right now at six two two fifteen, especially since it's summer and I'm, and I'm tan as well, six two two fifteen, about ten or twelve percent body fat, is about as physically attractive of a look as I can get. I really would make that argument. Sure, if I add, maybe if I added five, I mean I don't even know because some you know women find muscle more attractive than others, but I could maybe add five or ten pounds more muscle and just be just looking real real big and strong and you know fairly low body fat. Um, But my point is, is like where I'm at right now, I would say is about like as physically attractive as I could get myself. And um, the reason I wanted to point this out just to make a whole episode on it is because um, I realized that that's like without even without even really you know officially announcing it to myself like that has been the goal of the whole time and it's been a combination of, of you know of strength and what we'd call hypertrophy training which is essentially just a style of training where you uh you know really try to fatigue the muscles to promote muscle growth but it's been a combination of that and obviously eating the right way that is that has gotten me to where i am like my my goal has Without even me really realizing it, like my goal was not necessarily to be like a power lifter strong or to be like, you know, bodybuilder shredded, but by kind of training the same way that they do and doing a combination of kind of both of those things, I've gotten to where I am right now, which is pretty strong, stronger than I've ever been at any point in my life, in very good shape, looking really good. And I I think the reason that I go for this goal is probably the biggest reason is because well i would say even more so than wanting to like get attention from women or just well the funny thing is too it's probably doesn't even get that much attention from women it actually gets more attention from guys like sure yeah women are attracted to a man who has a good physique but actually we as guys place more emphasis on it like women women like it but they they actually in my opinion tend to find other things more important than that obviously um and it's not quite as big of a deal for them. For them. Like, where I get compliments all the time is from other guys nowadays. It's like, oh, man, you're jacked, you know? Um, but anyway, and, of course, it is still important, you know, for women. But it's, yeah, like, they, they don't see it as much as other guys notice me. And then we will like, point it out, like, man, you're jacked. What are, you, what are you doing? Are you a fitness trainer? Are you doing upper body work? So, like, from that standpoint, like, for me and my, like, success with women, so to speak, it's not even that big of a deal actually um like that that's still it's one of the reasons but it's not the main priority the main priority and the main reason that I want to look as physically attractive as possible is because I am a trainer now and I want to make sure that I have a lot of credibility as a personal trainer and you know we could talk all day about how oh well you know the best personal trainer isn't necessarily the one that looks the best or has the best physique or knows the most or can help you the most but let's be honest here if we're going to hire someone who's a personal trainer, whether it's a man or a woman, he or she better look good. Better look good, all right? Better have a look that I want to have. You're not going to have a trainer that has a look that you don't want to have, okay? So in my opinion, it's a requirement. Yes, it's superficial. Yes, it's not even necessarily the best thing that we should be using to judge someone. We should be judging someone more based on their knowledge and based on you know how much they want to help us and all this stuff. And now, obviously, getting a good result physically means you have some knowledge in some way, shape, or form anyway. But the point is, is that since as humans, humans we are very superficial, I know that when I reach out to people or, or people come to me and, you know, I'm looking at getting them as fitness clients, I better have a good look. I got to have a good look, okay? I need to look very physically attractive and strong. So the look is the most important thing, Okay it's more important than my physical performance it's more important than exactly how strong I am okay the look is the most important thing and like I said I'm not I don't look like a bodybuilder because I don't think that's the look that most people want I don't think that's the look that the opposite sex finds that attractive either so that's why I don't try to go down that chiseled like I think (laughs) bodybuilders are gonna hate this but like I, I think that I look better than bodybuilders right now You know, and I'm not, I'm certainly not eating five regimented meals a day, you know, tracking everything and then, you know, cutting down to get to three to 5% body fat. I'm just rolling, living life at 10 or 12% body fat. Yeah, obviously eating pretty good, you know, on a day to day basis, but I'm not even tracking stuff in general. I just work out pretty good, eat pretty good and sleep pretty good. Simple. Um, so, yeah, I, I just wanted to throw this episode out there because, like I said, in the area of fitness, we all there's all these different specialties, and we all kind of gravitate towards one without even um, really understanding or even knowing why. And I kind of realized for myself recently, like, why have I gravitated so much towards, like, building a physique? And it's mainly because I realized for the profession I'm getting into, which is personal training, that I think, in my opinion, that's the most important thing is to have that physique. And, like I, and two other little things to mention is it's part of the reason I don't do that much cardio anymore. I do maybe one or two times a week I'll do a little cardio, uh, but not that much anymore because cardio is good for your health, but it doesn't really make that big of a difference in your physique and can even be detrimental if you're doing too much cardio and you know not enough time uh, focused on building muscle, whatever. Um, and then the other thing is it's funny. We all gravitate towards certain styles of training. This is why I'm definitely not a bodybuilder because – I gravitate more towards like just pure strength training. So you'll see bodybuilders and bodybuilders will be doing super super high volume, tons of reps, okay? Maybe a little bit lighter weight, but tons of reps, tons of reps. Shorter rest periods, just just absolutely working muscles until they're dead. Like one maybe two body parts per day like 30 to 40 sets, all these different exercises, going almost to failure, just just repping it out, squeezing, feeling the burn on all these exercises. I actually prefer to train a bit more, not quite like a power lifter, but just pure strength training exercises. Meaning these are the big heavy compound lifts, squat, overhead press, bench press, deadlift, barbell row, things like that. Doing anywhere in like the five to eight or maybe up to 10 rep range, with longer rest periods in between. This is pure strength training. This is not typically the way bodybuilders would train. Okay, However, I can make the case sometimes that that actually is the best way to build muscle it's a great it's 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 an area that's up for debate okay and ultimately the best way to build muscle is probably to train with a combination of both and switch back and forth that way you keep hitting your muscles with a new stimulus but anyway just wanted to throw that in there at the end um so when you're getting into fitness just kind of check and understand like okay what is my main goal you know you might be surprised like what are you actually going for anyway we'll talk again soon love y'all peace